Hi friends, welcome to the Hey Fundraiser podcast. I'm your host, Mary Hackett, and whether you are a frontline fundraiser, the operations professional, a board member, or just someone wanting to make an impact in your community, this podcast is for you. We cover all facets of fundraising, and our main objective is to give you ideas and inspiration to help you raise more money. Join us as we grow, learn, and make an impact together. Hey, fundraiser. If you are a major gift officer, want to get into major gifts, or are managing major gift officers, this podcast is going to make your socks roll up and down. We're going to look at how super successful major gift officers spend their time. For the last seven years, I've been studying 32 development departments across the U.S. And to be part of this study, you must have at least six full-time major gift officers or MGOs, as I like to call them. And you have to raise, be raising $10 million or more on an annual basis. There are really two private groups when I do this study. One is hospitals and the other is comprised of universities. I study these groups because these organizations have essentially joined together to learn from one another, specifically around how their major gift officers are spending their time and what their performance is. Every year, these organizations provide me with data on their gift officers, and I mean everything from solicitations to quality contacts to the size of the portfolio. And I want to share with you today some of the results that I've seen by studying these 1,050 gift officers over the last seven years. Now, this study is, it's not peer reviewed. It's not anything formal. I just do this for the groups because they like to come together once a year. They all convene and they look at their data compared to one another and they have really robust discussions on what's happening at their university or what's happening at their healthcare system. And so this is just, I'm just sharing some, some overall results with you today. So let's talk about how successful major gift officers spend their time, what their portfolios look like, how much they raise, how many quality contacts they're making with their prospects and how much they're asking for. Such good stuff. Okay. So let's dive into how they spend their time. And we're going to do this by moves management stage. Now, your stages might look a little different, but you can probably relate your stages to the stages that we're going to cover today. This group of MGOs spend about 2% of their time identifying new prospects. And this 2% has been consistently decreasing over the last seven years. You're probably thinking, okay, 2% of their time is not that much time. And you might think that you spend a lot more time in, in identification stage, which I did too when I, when I was fundraising. Well, there are a couple of reasons why it's so low and it continues to decrease. First, this savvy group is doing a really good job of training their boards and campaign volunteers to dig into their networks for prospects. This allows prospects to organically surface through major gift donors and high-level volunteers. Secondly, they're doing this amazing job of mining their database for lower-level donors who can be graduated up to the major gift level. 
they don't spend time looking for prospects outside their current universe, and they don't spend time on non-donors. However, they do spend 9% of their time qualifying prospects before they are put into a portfolio. And this is actually increasing every single year. These MGOs are making sure that every single prospect is qualified before they move into cultivation. They're making discovery calls and ensuring that every prospect has high affinity for the organization and high capacity to make a major gift. They are fierce protectors of their portfolio and they do not just let anyone into their book of prospects. If you need more ideas on qualification, I recently recorded a podcast about this and you should check it out. It's called Six Ways for Fundraisers to Have the Best Major Gift Portfolio. So we know that our major gift officers in this study, 2% is going to identification, 9% is going to qualification. The rest of the time, so 77% of their time is spent on cultivation, solicitation, and stewardship. This is the bulk of their work. They are truly donor-facing and spend most of their time thinking about donors, connecting with donors, and thanking donors. 24% is spent on cultivation. 23% is spent on solicitation. And 30% is spent stewarding donors. And these percentages has sta- have stayed steady throughout the seven years of studying the MGOs. By the way, I'm, I feel like I'm rattling off a ton of statistics. So if you want to visit the podcast notes, I'm going to put a downloadable PowerPoint deck that showcases all of the items that we're talking about today. So imagine that you could spend 77% of your day cultivating, soliciting, and stewarding your donors. And you've already done the heavy lifting of qualification, so you know you're spending time on the right prospects. This is why these major gift officers are so successful. One thing you might consider is doing a time study on yourself. I mean, just for one month, how much time do you spend identifying prospects, qualifying them, and then what percentage of your time is spent cultivating, soliciting, and stewarding? then you can compare your efforts to this group of a thousand plus MGOs. Also, the time study is going to be really enlightening and you're going to be able to tell how much time you don't spend fundraising, which is also a finding. So this group, I mean, if you are looking at the deck from the show notes uh, or you're doing the math in your head, this group spends about 10% of its time on admin and staff meetings and things like that, but only 10%. The rest is spent in identification, qualification, cultivation, solicitation, and stewardship. Now that we know that these major gift officers are spending 77% of their time on, you know, the bulk of fundraising, right? Cultivation, solicitation, stewardship. Let's talk about their portfolio and solicitation. The average portfolio size for these 1,000-plus MGOs is 71 prospects. You might think that's low, and it is, but just wait till I tell you what they're raising from these prospects. In a nutshell, 
they're spending 77% of their time cultivating 71 prospects. They only pursue the best of the best, and they're just protecting these important slots of, in their portfolio. There's a lot to learn about the average portfolio size alone. I mean, they just don't include any prospect. What they're doing is they're, it's quality over quantity, and they spend, you know, 77% of their time building deep, lasting relationships with these 71 prospects. One of my favorite fundraising metrics for major gift officers is coverage. This is the percentage of a portfolio that an MGO has a quality contact with in the last six months. This group has a really high coverage rate of 77%. Now, ideally, you would reach 80% coverage, but they're super close. Most of my major gift coaching clients are reaching around 40% of their portfolio within a six-month time period, which is a clear indicator that their portfolio is way too big. This group has really found the sweet spot for portfolio size, and for this group, it is 71 prospects. So throughout the year, the major gift officers make 131 quality contacts or moves, which is really about you know, 10 or 11 each month. That might feel low, but we're only looking at substantive connections with donors like face-to-face -face meetings, phone calls, and other opportunities for two-way dialogue. And we're only counting moves that are cultivation, solicitation, and stewardship. The move must advance or deepen the relationship in some kind of way. So we're not counting blast emails. We're not counting, you know, birthday cards or these one-off emails um, or newsletters, anything like that. This is 131 relationship-changing, deepening connections. Throughout the year, this group makes an average of 14 solicitations. So about one a month. Their average ask is $225,000. I mean, isn't that amazing? It's, it's just a testament to so many things. First, they're only pursuing qualified prospects. Second, they spend time, a lot of time, on a fewer high-quality prospects. And thirdly, because they have a smaller pool, they can quickly build deep and meaningful relationships. Over the seven years of doing this study, portfolios have gotten smaller and smaller every single year. But the average ask continues to increase year over year. So 225,000, it's the highest average solicitation yet, and that was last year's results. This group of major, major gift officers asked for a grand total of $3.17 million throughout the year. They didn't close all those gifts, but that's what they asked for. This is 1,050 gift officers across the U.S., each asking for $3.1 million. So essentially, this group made solicitations last year of over $3.3 billion. Just absolutely amazing. And here are their results. 
Of the 14 asks that they made, each gift officer closed 10 out of 14. So that is a 71% close rate on asks. When it comes to the actual ask, the average was 225,000, but the average committed gift was only 200,000. So they closed 63% of what they asked for. This is actually really interesting. I want to pause here because you might think, wow, the close rate should be better. Like they're only closing two out of three dollars that they solicit. And that was my initial reaction. But after years of doing this, I realized that they work to stretch the thinking of their donors and the possibilities of what increased giving can do. The average commitment has increased by $42,000 in the seven years that I've been studying this group. The average commitment amount of 200K is nothing to sneeze at. You know, they asked for $3.17 billion and they closed $2.1 billion. So, wow, like bananas. With each gift officer closing 10 major gifts at an average of 200K per gift, that demonstrates that these gift officers are each raising $2 million a year. Back in the day, they used to say that a gift officer should bring in a million dollars or a gift officer should bring in at least, you know, seven or 10 times their salary. This group is outperforming that. $2 million per year per gift officer is absolutely incredible. I'm kind of just smiling thinking about it. In fact, I cannot wait to get my hands on this year's data, which comes in like a month. So as I talk to you about these stats today, and they're really impressive, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I, I could never raise that much from my prospect pool. While others of you might be thinking, I'm totally going to up my ask amount next time I meet with a donor. This study isn't meant to make you feel bad about your performance or for you to compare yourself with these super successful major gift officers. The study is to help all of us learn how we can improve. Remember, this group of major gift officers is highly experienced, highly paid, has resources to purchase tools and software that they need, and their sole focus is major gifts. They eat, breathe, and sleep major gifts. So when you're listening to some of these stats and you're thinking, there's no way I could raise this. There are other big takeaways that you can learn from this study. So here's a couple. One, you might not raise what some of these major gift officers are raising. And if you do, high five. But if you're not, one thing that you can take away from this podcast is you can hone your portfolio to the right size and fill those coveted spots with the right prospects. Like that's something you can work on today. The second thing is to spend time qualifying your prospects before they're put into your portfolio. And I promise you, this is an exercise in being kind to your future self. Because the last thing we want to do as major gift officers is begin a relationship with someone and then find out that they love the organization, but then they don't have the capacity to make a major gift. And we have to kind of abandon them and move on to somebody else. So this is where qualification saves you a lot of time. And the third thing you can take away is make the appropriate asks for your donors. 
these gift officers, I mean, they're asking for $225,000, they're closing $200,000, but the brilliant thing is that they're raising the sights of their donors, and there's a lot of power in that. So if you do those three things and you really spend time looking at your portfolio to ensure that the right people are in it and then work on those prospects alone, this is how fundraisers meet their goals. That might sound simplistic, but it's not. I mean, building strategy, cultivating, soliciting, and stewarding 71 prospects, it is a full-time job to do that. And remember, this group still spends about 10% doing admin, right? Like training and staff meetings and things like that. So we have covered a lot today. So please check out the downloadable deck so you can dig into these numbers for yourself. Also, you might consider running some reports on your performance, and then you can compare it to the major gift officers that were studied. And this is really going to provide some ideas on how you can hone your portfolio, how you can spend more time on fundraising and, you know, not being stuck at your desk or in meetings and what your coverage metric is. Like once you know those things, you can start to make really smart decisions on how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. Okay. So let me know what you think of today's episode. And if you know a major gift officer that needs to hear these stats, please share this episode. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Are you having trouble getting in the door with new prospects? Do you need some fresh ideas to cultivate donors? If so, check out the donor cultivation method. This is Hey Fundraiser's newest online course, and it will take you through all aspects of donor cultivation, from how to open the door with new prospects, to when to know it's time to ask for a major gift and everything in between. This masterclass is perfect for someone newer to fundraising and the seasoned fundraiser who is looking for new ideas. With six modules filled with video lessons, you'll also receive a 46-page workbook so that you can put the information to use immediately. Visit www.hayfundraiser.com forward slash courses to learn more about how the donor cultivation method can help you raise more money and build deeper relationships. That's www.hayfundraiser.com forward slash courses.